Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. HousingWire Daily examines the most compelling mortgage, real estate, and fintech articles reported from the HousingWire newsroom. Each afternoon, the HW Digital team provides our listeners with a deeper look into the stories that are helping move markets forward. Hosted and produced by Alcina Lloyd and Victoria Wickham. And now, here's our host. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Victoria Wickham, and this is Housing Wire Daily. Today's episode focuses on this month's magazine issue. In this episode, HW Plus Managing Editor Brennan Nath joins Housing Wire Digital Media Manager Alcina Lloyd to discuss what readers can expect in Housing Wire's February magazine issue, which focuses on the unique challenges servicers will face in 2021. But before we listen, here's a brief word on Housing Wire's newest podcast. Right now, more than ever, the housing industry has been having honest conversations about how race impacts the home buying process. To heighten the discussion, Housing Wire is launching Honest Conversations, a new mini podcast series to examine the state of minority home ownership in America. For eight weeks starting in February, please join Housing Wire Daily each Wednesday as we aim to provide listeners with a greater perspective on how race, housing, and wealth intersect and what experts are doing to close the home ownership gap. Hey guys, welcome back to Monday Morning Cup of Coffee. My name is Alcina Lloyd. I'm HousingWire's Digital Media Manager, and today I'm joined with HousingWire's HW Plus Managing Editor and Magazine Editor, Brenna Nath. Hey, Brenna. Happy Monday. Yay, it's a good Monday. Um, listeners, thank you for joining us on Facebook Live. And if you're new, this show is a segment of HousingWire's daily podcast, which examines the most compelling mortgage, real estate, and fintech articles reported from the HousingWire newsroom. Today, we'll be discussing some of the most interesting news stories that came across our news desk in the month of January, as well as this month's HousingWire magazine. Brenna, what are some of your favorite news stories from January? I know there were a lot. <laughs> there were so many, I think. I think I blinked this morning. I couldn't believe that it was already February, especially with the amount of news that came out. Not only do we have the inauguration, we had a lot of um, top trends and news stories that we rounded out 2020 with that really carried into 2021. Two of those top buzzwords that I think everyone has been talking about that they're still talking about are IPOs and servicing. So wanted to touch a little bit about servicing. We'll be diving about more into that later, as I mentioned, when it comes to the magazine. But we always talk about servicing in February. It's when the NBA's annual servicing conference happens. Um, and even rounding out the end of January, before the magazine even launched, a lot of our articles were a big one that came out with CFPB doubles down on mortgage servicing enforcement. 
as everyone knows, we have a new CFPB acting director, and he immediately went on record sending out an email to all of his employees talking about how right now what they immediately want to do is focus on their supervision and enforcement tools on overseeing the companies responsible for COVID relief. So that was something we talked a lot about at the end of the year, and now you have this direct statement from the new actor, acting director saying, hey, servicers, they need to give consumers, they previously gave consumers incomplete and inaccurate information about the CARES Act, forbearances, they failed to process forbearance requests and collect and assess late fees despite having approved forbearances. So that's something they're directly looking at. And then if you want to go over to some other data about that just recently came out from the NBA, who has also been tracking along with Black Knight, they said that we rounded out 2020 with um, nearly 3.4 million loans in delinquency. So those are some big numbers that I don't think is going to change anytime soon. Um, we had a lot of topics about how servicers are ramping up staff. They're um, getting ready to have procedures on how do we help with loss mitigation all the way to the point of rounding out now January, which felt like a whole year in and of itself with the CFPB saying, okay, we are, we are directly watching everything that's happening and making sure that these borrowers get the relief that they deserve. So that was a really big, I'd say, thing that summed up January, which really is 2020 extended, if you could say. Um, yeah. Outside of that, though, wanted to touch on, I know I've, I've been excited about what's kind of happening this year, but for those who do know, obviously I just said it's the first day of February, if we could believe it. And it's also the first day of Black History Month. So I wanted to take a moment. I know Alcina is interviewing me, but take a moment and just share. <laughs> also, she's been hard at work, working on a new podcast segment that we're launching. And can you touch a little bit about like what that is? I think that's something our listeners really should hear and know about, especially as it's coming through the pipeline. Of course. First of all, I'd like to say happy Black History Month. I'm very excited for this month and I'm very excited to get this podcast off the ground. Um, to let you know more about the podcast, it's called Honest Conversations. And this podcast will examine minority home ownership in America and how we got to be where we are today. Right now, more than ever, the housing industry has been having honest conversations about how race impacts the home buying process. And to heighten this, uh, this discussion, Housing Art will be launching a new mini podcast series that examines the state of minority home ownership. So each Tuesday, uh, please join us um, each Wednesday, sorry, please join us as we bring guests, um, educators, researchers, people uh, that are in the industry right now, lenders, executives that are going to join us to provide us with a greater perspective on how race and housing and wealth intersect and what experts around the world and around the country are doing to close the gap. So I'm very interested to get this off the ground because I know this is an important topic that everybody's talking about right now. So definitely want to touch on that. And you've been working really, some of the guests, I had, I had the privilege of being able to see some of the lineup that she has <laughs> in store for this podcast. Um, it's eight different episodes along with maybe some bonuses highlighted in there. And I, I mean, there's so much there to, uh, to talk about and it's crazy. It's exciting to see the different people that, you know, not only have, um, just like great input to share, but there's a lot of data and research that you're able to pack into this podcast that I think a lot of people would be able to just take a look back and see where we came from and also see like, okay, what are the challenges that we need to address now in order to move forward? Definitely. Um, and that was something I definitely wanted to make sure of. This wasn't a, a podcast that was based on opinion. There's a lot of research that went into it, like even with the Urban Institute, which we'll be featuring, we talk about kind of the history of American uh, suburbs, the housing market itself. And then we even talk to executive lenders that have, uh, that have created diversity and inclusion officers in, within their businesses. So it takes us through the steps of education, what's happening now and the research. So very excited. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. So as we talk about that, I know we just got out of our huddle this morning and we discussed that podcast as well, but we had a lot of other things to discuss. Uh, can you share with our listeners some of the topics that we're personally keeping an eye on this week? Yeah, outside of, we definitely talked about the podcast this morning. February's, even though we only have, what, four weeks in February of 28 days, there's going to be a lot of things packed into this month. Something that we maybe haven't touched on Monday morning of cup of coffee yet, but I know was all over our new Slack, this room Slack this morning was the Super Bowl. Sunday, <laughs> for those who... I don't think it's a big number of people who aren't following the Super Bowl closely, but mortgages have been closely tied to the Super Bowls throughout the years. Quicken Loans, I remember distinctly watching their Super Bowl ad years ago now, late between, I think, 2016, 2017 was about the year that they launched that Super Bowl ad. And um, that might, number might be wrong, but the heart of that is ad is what's most important. That was really when they first launched this put, you know, you can get a digital mortgage on your phone. And that was the first time everyone's hyper-focused on the Super Bowl. And it's the first time I started getting friends asking me about what's going on in the mortgage industry. What is this digital thing that they're talking about? What do you mean they were just on their phone and they just push a button? And so for one mini moment, I think people really started to see the technology that really came into the mortgage industry. And so now, I mean, that's all we talk about. We talk about the complete digital end-to-end mortgage solution. Now we're talking about digital closings. We're talking about Ron and all of that has semi kind of been bookmarked in the Super Bowl history. And so that's <laughs> something we're going to be watching this. And I know last year I was a big fan. I watched very closely because Quick and Loans had Jason Momoa in their Super Bowl ad. <laughs> I think that was a huge hit. Do you remember it? I do remember it. I do. I showed my dad. <laughs> It was such a creative, funny ad. So I know personally, I unfortunately I'm not a big sports person, but I always love the Super Bowl like everyone else for the ad. So I'm excited just to kind of see, you know, outside of the information. I mean, mortgage industry is definitely going to be have its role in it, but also just the humor and the jokes will be nice to have something to center around and laugh about with friends and the memes that might come out of it. Definitely. I imagine even for that uh, that uh, commercial to show, so many people learned more about the home buying process just through that commercial itself. So uh, hoping to see more of that this year. Huh? And Brenna, as we wrap today, um, I want to wrap on the magazine as well, too. Um, we talked about this at the beginning a little, but I kind of want to dive a little deeper on focusing on servicing. What can our readers and listeners expect from this month's issue? I mean, in January, we had a lot of topics ranging from compliance concerns, forbearance forecasts, non-QM lending making a comeback, and like you mentioned earlier, uh, CARES Act concerns and more. Um, will these months, uh, will this month's magazine discuss these topics in detail? Yeah. Definitely. And first, I wanted to say uh, this magazine was the last magazine by Kelsey Ramirez as the magazine editor. So just wanted to give her credit for such an amazing issue. It's such an, a timely time and issue as far as like a magazine issue, not issue. It's a problem. But this uh, this magazine always comes out in February because of the mortgage servicing conference. It's something that we often bring there. We show people um, it's kind of the top of the town. And this year with COVID and the forbearance plans going through, servicing has been a conversation a lot. It extends way beyond just February in the conference. So first credit to her for um, putting together this issue on something that's so important right now. And then also just to touch on, she was actually the person who wrote the main feature story in the February issue. Be sure it'll be on the website today, the feature itself. Um, also, if you're an HB Plus member, you can have access to the full digital issue as well, which not only goes into servicing, we have a whole issue on working remotely, which we know a lot of us has done. Elton and I are remote right now. It's talking about the importance of internet and the importance of are people moving to tiny towns? Where is the migration going? A lot of those top trends. So 
two big topics we're seeing, working remote and servicing. Wanted to touch on real fast, like the quote she had. I know in it, she interviewed Chris Zimmerman, who is Walters Clear Compliance Solutions Senior Technology Product Manager. And in it, she asked him, like, are servicers ready for 2021? I know I just read this report from the CFPB doubling down on their efforts. But to Zimmerman, he talks about, yes, yeah, servicers are ready because the industry has been applying lessons learned since the housing crisis. This is not the same crisis that we went through over 10 years ago during the Great Recession. Services are significantly more prepared. And a huge part behind that is not just the lessons, but the technology they have access to now. Um, and even for those we're talking about MBA and servicing right now, that MBA annual FHFA Director Mark Calabria even spoke and took the opportunity to recognize the efforts that servicers are making at the time um, and the help that they've done to help borrowers in forbearance, even thanking them for their those efforts. So that one just speaks to how this conversation dates all the way back to, I mean, MBA annual, having Mark Calabria speak to them to today, where we do notice those extra efforts from the CAPB um, taking the time to say, okay, servicers are still in the spotlight. So I know I don't want this word to kind of get, oh, there's still so many people in forbearance or people in delinquency. So it's a topic that we're still addressing every single day, along with a lot of the um, other things like working remote or IPOs, stuff like that. So there's not not a slowdown in trends and buzz SEO words in the industry right now. Mm -hmm. So for our listeners or readers, anybody that's new to, uh, to our magazine uh, service, can you let us know more about how they can go ahead and get that magazine? It's a part of our uh, premium membership, but how can they get a copy today if they wanted one? If you would like access to the magazine, you can reach out to me at bnath, N-A-T-H, at housingwire.com. We'd love to get you set up with an HOA Plus subscription. We'll even reach out to you guys with a discount code. That way you not only get access to the magazine, but we have a huge Housingware Spring Summit coming up. Our HB Plus members get full access to all of our events. They also get access to full transcriptions of our podcast. So that's an exciting thing, just in case you want to start reading through and following along to a lot of the great guests and people that we were interviewing throughout the week for podcasts. And so if you want the issue, you'll get 10, 10 issues of our Housingware magazine, along with a digital issue online that you can read. So be sure to check it out. Um, there's a lot of great content that is uh, included in here. All right. Thanks, Brenda, for letting um, everybody know about that. So listeners, thank you for tuning into another live recording of Monday Morning Cup of Coffee. I hope you had a great week. Uh, I hope you have a great week and we'll see you back here next Monday. Until then, check out Housing Wire Daily. You won't want to miss out on all the amazing interviews that we do have planned for this week. Thank you. Thanks, Brenna. Thank you, Brenna. Now more than ever, the housing industry is looking to its leaders for answers. That's why each week, the Housing News Podcast invites a new mortgage, fintech, or real estate executive to the show to provide its listeners with more perspective on the announcements and news stories crossing Housing Wire's news desk. Hosted by Sarah Wheeler and produced by Alcina Lloyd, the Housing News Podcast is now available on iTunes, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and more. Thanks for listening to Housing Wire Daily. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode and we'll catch everyone back here again tomorrow.